Breaking chains. When you hear that phrase, what do you think of? Do you imagine a man or a woman being chained up and they snatch and break the chains and run free? Or do you think of someone that's been in imprisonment and they finally been let go to do what they want to do, to be free? When I hear that phrase, breaking chains, I think something totally differently. I think of opportunity. Not too long ago, blacks were held down where they couldn't go to certain colleges. They couldn't hold certain jobs. They couldn't drink out of certain water fountains, go to certain restaurants. Then a young black man named Martin Luther King came along and wished for equality. So on this episode of Chin Wagon with Rook, we're going to speak to some chain breakers and see what kind of trial and tribulation did they go through in order to break those chains. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Chin Wagon with Rock. Today I have here with me my guest co-host, Dana Dane. Good morning. We have Mayor Piper of Statham. Good morning. How are you? And we have Chief Ira Underwood of Statham. Good morning. All right. Well, this episode is about breaking chains. And like I said in my introduction, when I hear breaking chain, it, what it means to me is the barrier being broken by black and white. Because a while back, blacks couldn't do certain things as far as certain jobs they couldn't hold, as far as restaurants they can eat at, colleges they can go to, even warden fountains that they can drink from. But this is 2022, and things have definitely changed. Not all things have changed, but a lot of things have changed. And Mayor Piper. Yes. The chain that you broke, to me, I feel like that's, that's great. The chain that you broke is hiring a black chief of state, the first black chief of state. Well, it's true, but it's not the way I looked at it at the time. We had seven candidates that applied, and um, every member of the council at one point or another was involved in the interview process. I was looking for someone that I felt was qualified, someone that was willing to to take on what needed to be done here in Statham and make that change and and the two best candidates that uh, we pretty much all agreed on were both black men. So out of the seven, how many were black and how many were white? Two. Two, two black? black and the rest were all white. Um, and I just felt that probably from... <laughs> the old saying love at first sight and uh, mm -hmm. just the way that uh, that chief underwood 
presented himself and answered the questions that he didn't have to think about it. It just was pretty much just rolled off his heart. And, you know, this is, I, I saw a man with, with conviction and, and dedication, and that's what I was looking for. It was unanimous, and like I said, our, if by chance he would not have accepted, we, it would have been the other black man. So to me, I didn't look at it as, here's an opportunity to really shake things up and, and bring a black man in and, you know, um, thumb my, my nose at anybody. I, I looked at it, this is a man that's got conviction. He's, he's got a strong faith. Um, and he carries himself that way. And he did that from the first minute of the interview process. So, <clears throat> so where, where are you from? Uh, are you originally from Georgia? No, I'm, uh, I'm a Yankee. <laughs> so you're a damn Yankee, huh? <laughs> a damn Yankee. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was born and raised about an hour and a half east of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So the western part of the state but more towards the south of the state. So, as my mom called it, Pennsylvania. Wow. <laughs> wow. So how long, I mean, what brought you to Georgia? And how long have you been in Georgia? I've uh, been down here since 2013. Um, and I moved my daughter and her husband down here in 2012. And um, I was working for a company in the electronics field and uh, they basically had an early out program and take the early out or get laid off and approaching that 60 mark um, and figure there was a whole lot of options available to me and of course uh, my daughter had a lot of medical issues so my wife was down here sometimes three months at a time and so when I took the early out uh, she said, what are we going to do? I said, sell everything and move to Georgia where my wife lives. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we come down here and the first three years we lived in the same household and split all of the duties and all of the mm -hmm. expenses. And, uh, we got, uh, she actually had a, a baby and it was really, it was a miracle because, with all the medical issues, she wasn't supposed to be able to even get pregnant, let alone carry full term. Mm -hmm. So we got him to the preschool age. Then we split up the household, and they stayed in Lawrenceville area, and we moved out out here in 2016. So, so you moved to Statham in 2016? Yes. Wow, that's, that's a way to get to Georgia. Mm -hmm. Now, why did you choose to go into the political realm? Well, <laughs> my first night in the uh, in the house, and we sat down, and of course, Statham was front page news. I mean, literally every week, front page oh, wow. above the fold. Why? <laughs> well, because of a corrupt um, police department, okay. and I think the the some of the leaders that were involved didn't want to admit to any wrongdoing, any poor decisions, and. And I started going because I saw this on the news and I thought, well, I'll go up and go to some of these meetings. And mm -hmm. I come home some days shaking my head and my wife said, what's the matter? And I, I said, the only thing missing from the meeting tonight was beer and a fist fight. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so, that sounds interesting. Wow. <laughs> 
So I, I, you know, eventually I come home one night and she said, well, you've been to enough. What are you going to do? And I said, I'm going to run for office. We need to turn this ship around. Just like that. Just like that. And wow. I, I was riding home and, and my dad had passed away. Um, it's been 20 years now, but I could remember him saying something and it was just like he was sitting beside me and he, and he said, if, if you feel something needs to change, mm -hmm. you stand up and, and change it or sit down, shut up, shut up. because you're part of the problem. <laughs> so wow. and, um, when my wife asked me, I, that's, that was my decision. Now, I bounced around for several, several months whether I was going to run for the council or run for mayor, and I was really at the time was leaning towards the council. I thought I might be able to make a difference. Mm -hmm. It was suggested to me by some businessmen that I should go for the mayor. And uh, voila. <laughs> so if, if I may ask you, have you ever been in politics prior to that? No, as a matter of fact, that was my wife's response. Are you oh. out of your mind? <laughs> she said, you hate politicians. <laughs> And I said, I, I do. Uh, I think uh, politicians get in and they make try to make a career out of things. Mm -hmm. um, all too often they get in for their own personal agenda that mm -hmm. the, the public means nothing to right, them. Right. It's a paycheck and how many extra committees can I get uh, involved mm -hmm. with so that that's extra money's coming in. And it's like, it's it shouldn't be about, it never was mm -hmm. from way back in the day these politicians would leave their farms, leave their law practices. Thomas Jefferson almost went bankrupt. Um, in, you know, but they went to Washington, they served, and then they went back to their life and moved on. And that's, that's kind of the way I look at it, that I don't want to be that person that one overstays the welcome, um, and and two uh, lose sight of the public. And this is a great little city. Yes, I love and it. And I think that we can always. Everybody has room for improvement, but yeah. you know we. I think we're making strides here, and uh, I think I I was sworn in on January second of twenty twenty, and I brought uh, Ira on board on uh, January twentieth. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I look back and it's like, wow. wow. I should imagine this. I'm just curious. Why do you think the business owners came to you and want you to run for mayor? That's good. I, I don't know. Originally, one of them, the first thing they said was, we don't want you on the council. And it was dead silence. And I was like, okay, so I'm an outsider. I've just been told. Right. And then they said, we want you to run for mayor. Wow. And it was like, oh. You think it was because you were outsider? They wanted something new, something fresh, mm. something different to change Statham? Yeah. And, and, you know, what I think some people don't realize, there, there are senior members in, in, that live here in Statham. Mm -hmm. But our mean age is 35 to 36. Oh, so wow. we have change coming. Mm -hmm. We've got younger people. People coming here with new ideas and 
Mm. You know, they don't want the same old, same old. And I'm a couple of days away from being 67, and I don't want the same old. Right. I just, I'm, I'm looking for a new and better statum. We grow, we've been growing three and a half percent a year for the last 10 years. And you know, I venture to say in the next five years, our growth rate would probably be about 5% mm-hmm. because of checks and balances that we've, as a council, we've put into play that will help cut down on density as far as the housing boom. I think there'll be some more businesses with the 316 corridor Mm -hmm. that should help. So there's a lot of ideas that bounce around in my head. So change is good. good. (laughs) A lot of people don't understand that, but it is. Since we're going to change, uh, let's change to Chief Ira Underwood. Chief Underwood, just tell us a little bit about yourself as far as where you from, where you grew up, some of your credentials, because you are chief now, and I'm quite sure you had to have some kind of credentials to become chief. You're just not no ordinary Joe. So start off with, where, where, where you come from, chief? Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham? Is yeah. Go be ham. Whatever. <laughs> uh, if y'all don't recognize that, the co-host is from Birmingham, Alabama also. Yes, I am. So you're from Birmingham. Um, how did you get to Georgia? I started out in law enforcement in 1989, uh, right after I graduated from college. Um, got into law enforcement, started working in a lot of those different divisions, specialized units. I was doing some uh, undercover work over in Georgia. Met some guys that I was working with, and after, after a long period of time, came over and uh, got certified and gave, had an opportunity to come over to the state of Georgia and start working in this state. Okay. So... How many states have you worked in? Four. You have been law enforcement in four different states. Yes, I'm certified <laughs> in four states. Yes. Okay, name those four states if you don't mind. Uh, Illinois, um, District of Columbia, uh, Alabama, and Georgia. Washington D.C. Yes, sir. That had to be hell. Oh, <laughs> it it's big. It's, it's a lot different, different than it is here. Yeah, hell. In here. Yes, I it mean, is. good gracious. Yeah. So when you was in Georgia. Where did you work at when you first came to Georgia? Uh, Coweta County Sheriff's Office. Coweta County? Mm-hmm. You ever worked in Atlanta? Uh, Fulton County. You worked in Fulton County? Yeah, South Fulton. So yeah. you've been to hell twice in Atlanta. I was about yeah. to say. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I would not work in Fulton County. And survived. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and survived, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I imagine that you have seen so much when it comes to law enforcement, mm-hmm. so much bad stuff, so much good stuff, so much in between. Yeah. I mean, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, yeah, I can only uh, imagine what you have seen. Yeah, it's, it's definitely different. I would say um, law enforcement is the same abroad, but different situations. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to uh, be open-minded, be able to adapt mm-hmm. to your surroundings. But uh, through all that, you should be able to gain experience and be able to share with others. So when you're dealing with the public or the community, yeah, everybody has some type of issues, but everyone has... Um, they, everybody approach things totally different, and I think what makes me the person that I am. I've been a, I've been um, I've been in different situations, and I've been able to adapt to that. 
You've been in law enforcement for 33 years. That's correct. Just do the math. Yeah, I I had to do the math because I couldn't do it in my head at that moment. (laughs) I lost count after 25. Okay, I'm sure. Wow, 33 years. That's a long time. Yeah, to be in law enforcement. Law enforcement is so rough. The divorce rate is high. Mm-hmm. Suicide rate is high. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement is a tough job to do, and to do it for 33 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. Now, where were you working before you was chief in state? Uh, I was a uh, patrol sergeant at uh, Auburn, Auburn, Georgia, Auburn Police Department. Okay. Well, let me back up. 1989 through now, as a law enforcement officer, what kind of racial disparity that you experience? Oh, there's challenges out there. Um, there's even challenges in larger agencies. Um, you know, you said D.C., uh, Chicago, Baltimore, and those agencies like that. You're going to experience uh, diversity uh, issues. You're going to have challenges. But being a cop, yeah. I mean, you're a, you're a law enforcement cop. Right. Right? How, how would a black right. law enforcement cop receive racial... Yeah, let me let me give you a story. Okay. Uh, in Alabama, um, I was working special operations, and a burglar alarm went off at this house. And um, usually I don't catch calls, but I was very close to it. And I was there on a detail dealing with car thefts anyway, so burglary, car thefts. So mm-hmm. I approached it. Uh, I, I was the first person on scene, and I ran up to the door, knocked on the door to see if there was anyone there, and I was met by the homeowners. I was an elderly white female and an elderly male. And I knocked on the door. She come to the door. She asked me what I was doing there. And I said, well, um, you had an alarm. I'm here to offer assistance. You need some assistance. So she reached reached outside the door and slapped me. uh, uh, You in uniform? I'm in uniform. She slapped me. (laughs) She slapped me. Uh, told me not to come to her front door, it's to go to the back door. So I held it together. It was another officer that was there with me, a white, a white officer. Uh, I went to the back door, and she come to the door. She told me, she said, you don't never come to my front door again. You're a disgrace to your uniform. You should be out here in my yard working. I'm sorry, what year was this? Yeah, what year? Oh, that was, uh, it was uh, 89, 90. Not yeah. 90, 1990. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah, mm. and um, wow. her husband, uh, the whole time, this, this eyeballing me. I could see one of his hands, couldn't see his other hand. He had he had probably, possibly had a weapon in it. And down south, I could see yeah, that. Yeah, right, absolutely. Right. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it pissed me off. Mm. Uh, I wanted to go on and uh, I locked her ass up. But uh, I was advised before I can leave there. The chief of police called me at the time, and um, and we're not gonna press charges. Basically, and walk <laughs> away. So uh, that is a reality check for you. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you know, at that time, I'm right out of college. I was uh, in a different mind frame. Just I got back from a uh, SWAT school, and I was a pretty good sized dude. I was mm-hmm. a big guy. You know, six three, three hundred pounds. And about twenty four percent body fat, and yeah, a lot went through my mind. But uh, I know it did. Uh, that that was a growing pain for me. Right. And uh, I noticed I can adapt from that. I can adapt to anything. Absolutely. True that. So true that. Okay. All right. We're gonna fast forward. Now you said you were working in Auburn. Mm-hmm. How did you know about the job in Stale? Tell you, I was. Uh, I actually I wasn't in Georgia. I was in Ohio. I want to think it was on uh, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. twenty nine. 
2018, Christmas Eve, I think it was, I received a call from my current, well, the chief that's over there now, Chris Hodge, Chief Hodge, um, real good friend of mine. So gave me a call, said, hey, I want to let you know a possible chief job is opening up in Statham. They're looking for someone possibly come there. And I, the first, my first impression, uh, first answer was no. Mm-hmm. I said no. And why? No. Well, because of the uh, the history of what I've heard, didn't know anything about uh, Statham, but I heard Statham wasn't a place for a person of color, and also that I wouldn't I wouldn't survive there. Right. But now me and me personally, I can survive anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no doubt, no doubt about that. But um, you know, thirty some years in, at that point, thirty about thirty years in, right. I wasn't looking for another headache. Mm-hmm. But now. And saying that, when Chief Hodge was talking to me, I turned him down, said, no, I'm not interested. He called me back about a couple hours later. We talked again. Then I had two other people that um, uh, was, was a sheriff and another chief sort of called me, talked to me mm-hmm. about it. And I said, well, I'm going to put my application in. I put my application in, and once I found out there was more applicants than me, I said, well, I'll just go through the process. <laughs> I'd right, because you had no chief right. experience. Yeah, so. no, no chief experience at all. And uh, I said, well, I'll just go through the process. It'll be a good, uh, good learning experience. Well, went through, and they had told me at the uh, interview, they said, uh, we're only going to bring back the top two candidates after the interview. So I said, okay, that's good. That's yes, good. Yeah. So you, had, yeah. you were out. Like, yeah, was that's, out. this I'm is out. easy. Yeah, right. yeah. I tried. I put yeah. my application in. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. it was a good yeah. experience. And uh, <laughs> I guess I uh, went through the interview. And I, I was called to come back. I said, hmm, okay, this, uh, this okay, I'm going back for the second interview. How many people? Hey, this scratch you know, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, you start scratching your head, you start yeah. beginning to wonder, okay, this is about to come true. Okay, let me, let me start you right there. I got, a, I got a question to ask you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that moment, by you being a black man, did you feel like you had a chance? By you being a black man, you had a chance of getting a chief job and stayed them. A small town. Right. At that moment, did you know that there had never been a black chief? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. I did my little homework. Uh, I actually, when I was going through the process, I actually had came down and spoke to different people in the community. Um, that's wanted to get a feel. Okay. Because, you know, as the, you wanted the final two, that's pretty darn close. Yes. Right. So it's time for me to start doing my homework. Um, as far as uh, uh, fear, uh, I wouldn't say I had any fear at all. I wasn't intimidated. I just being I had to be mentally prepared to deal with what I possibly could face. Did you know the other candidate? Huh? Oh, okay. Did you know the other candidate? Uh, no, I did not know anyone. I only knew one person at the time. It was uh, it was one of the guys, uh, white guys that was applying. So you didn't know the last two was a white and black or no. two black? No, you I didn't did know not. that at all. Uh-uh. That's so cool. in your mind, you probably thinking it's a white guy. Oh yes, and yeah. He's gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. It's the final yeah. two. Yeah. Um, even even to that, I I, I was curious to know. Uh, how many people of color had applied, and how you know how many? But at the at the end, it didn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, uh, it didn't matter to me uh, what what color they were. What mm-hmm. mattered to me most is you get the right person in here. They got the uh, they want to share a vision with this community and get this community what they've been longing for for a long time that they need as a positive uh, person to. Uh, Take on the security and and and, and take their lives into your hand and and provide a place of safety for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, another question: mm-hmm. Did you 
know about or hear about the badness from law enforcement in state? That oh. was going to be my question. Yes. Right there. Like, did you have any knowledge of what was going on? And oh, did yeah. That play I, part in- I had um, numerous of people, some people of office, uh, mm-hmm. try to convince me not to come. Mm-hmm. They say, you don't need to go. Uh, I had only three people that was encouraging to me, and they are my mentors now. Uh, uh, to come. Everything I heard about Statham was uh, was negative. Everything. Right. I remember getting off from work because I lived like nine miles from me. I lived in, in, in Athens at the time. I got to the point I stopped coming through Statham. I went down <laughs> I'm in a patrol car. So, <laughs> so, so, patrol car going around. Went around. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it, it was. Uh, they had a bad reputation. Okay. I would say five years ago. So years ago. wow. Knowing they had a bad reputation. Why in the hell would you take a job at a place that you know has a bad reputation and you're going to jump into the lion's den, well, that's, so to speak? That's a good question. Um, I was always taught stand for something that I don't stand for nothing. I'm not afraid of challenge. I'm not afraid of... I feel like I can adapt to any situation uh, that's thrown my way because I have adapted to that mm-hmm. and be able to uh, perform. Uh, what I found out, uh, it always good people sometime in a bad situation. And the opportunity to allow that person to bloom and blossom, sometimes it takes people to come in from the outside Mm -hmm. to clean up what's going on inside. Absolutely. Right, right. Now, when Mayor Piper, when you first met Mayor Piper, did you know that he was a first-term mayor? He had just got elected? Yes, I did. So Mm -hmm. that's a new person bringing Mm -hmm. in another new person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to switch back to Mayor Piper right quick. Now, the demographics of Statham is 62% white, 26% black, 3% Asian, 5% other. So mm-hmm. the white outnumber the other races here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've been a white man yourself. Once you hired a black man, did you get any blowback? Just behind the scenes, grumbles. I, I never paid attention. When, when I moved to Statham, um, I, I looked at houses online and I looked at what was available. You know, as true as I sit here, I lived in that neighborhood for four years before I realized I live in in a neighborhood that's probably 35% blacks. <laughs> You're right, you do. <laughs> and, and, but they, you, you don't know it. Mm-hmm. It didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. Oh, I don't. I don't want to go to that side of town, or mm-hmm. I don't. Want, mm-hmm. You know, that's not the way. That's not the way I'm wired. And it was. It was after I got into office, and, and I was driving around, and of course, I I went house door to door when I was campaigning, and I probably hit about. I only really made it to about thirty thirty five percent of the homes. Um, in Statham, in various areas, Eighth um, Street, and Peter Street, and, and Hammond Road, and uh, Oak Springs, and I, I bounced around. I didn't just start and, and until I, I got tired of going door to door. I one day I just wake up and it was like something says go to Oak Springs. Another day it was go to Providence, and another day so. But. I was in office, like I said, and we were driving, and I said to my wife, you know what? I just had an epiphany. I said, do you realize that we've got probably 35% 
well, maybe 40% of our neighborhood is, is made up of blacks. I and I said, but you, you don't know it. They, they're great people. Mm-hmm. And when I grew up, I, I, uh, I, I alluded to this a little bit earlier that I grew up in a, in a town in Pennsylvania. And they, if there was a purpose for you as a black family, you were allowed to stay. Mm-hmm. And I was probably 12, 14 years old. And I found out that the one family, and they were great football players, and they helped our, our school many, many times win a lot of games. But when the last one graduated from high school, they ran them out of town in the middle of the night. And when I found out, I, I said to my dad, why? Well, just <laughs> wow just because <laughs> they, they didn't need them anymore for the sport so y'all got to go you got to go mm-hmm. and and it was i mean I, I couldn't believe that that kind of stuff would go on and i watched the news i grew up in the day with walter cronkite yeah. um, you know <laughs> and that's walter. the way it was yeah. so um and uh but and I, I, I went to tech school, I graduated, and I moved to D.C., and I saw a lot of crazy stuff going on there. I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I As a matter of fact, the, the chief and I, would we never realized it until different times we were talking. Now, he was in Illinois, but yeah. I was in Ohio. Mm-hmm. We both were in D.C. for, yeah. but I was there for almost seven years. Uh, I, I lived and worked outside of Philadelphia for yeah. four years, uh, Pittsburgh, four years, That's Ohio, crazy. four years. So our path is almost yeah. a But our cross, yes. Yes. you know, and mm-hmm. the old kind of, the old <laughs> cliche is it's a small world. It is. We've, we've yeah. literally cracked some of the trials. same dirt yes. over the years, yeah. um, which is really great. Yeah. That is great. Wow. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, Into like, like a funnel. Funnel, mm-hmm. yes, funnel, funnel all the way together. That's, that's hmm. interesting. That's amazing. But, well, you know, so, when I when I brought uh, the chief on board, I didn't look at, okay, he, he is a chief. He's not a chief. I looked at, really, what is the city getting? Mm-hmm. What kind of quality individual? And like I said, he, he was committed. And... I swore him in on January 20th, 2020, mm-hmm. and I never gave it a thought. We j- I just picked the date. I just <laughs> talked to him about it. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. And as it turned out, it was Martin Luther King Day that day. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Yep. It, there was, it, it, yep. it was happenstance. Right. I just, I just yep. picked the date. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll be there. Yeah. I swore him in. And from that minute on, we it was business. That we is. started business. Definitely yeah. something amazing. Oh, yeah. Martin Luther King fought for equality. Mm-hmm. First black man in Statham, mm-hmm. and he was sworn in on that day. That is that's wild. It, it, yeah, you know, it blew my it mind. Wasn't planned. Yeah, it wasn't planned. And I think my wife was the one that brought it up to me. <laughs> Was that planned? I'm like, no, I just, you yes. know me, I pull up my calendar yeah. and say, okay, there's an opening. 
Yeah. yeah plug it in. Wow. The same so, wife that encouraged you to run for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The same wife yeah. that got you to you move, move to, to Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I'll, I'll support you in any way, yeah. but I'm not going to those stupid meetings, and she's only missed two. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the two I missed. When I got COVID, yeah. um, and when I, well, I knew I was sick with something so mm-hmm. I didn't go and as it turned out she had to take me to the emergency room that night mm-hmm. and then I got out of the hospital and it was a, a meeting that night um <laughs> and and this man right here had got my back um yep he, he he brought me home from the hospital um realized that they didn't send me home with enough oxygen Mm-hmm. And when my oxygen level plummeted, that man took me right, right back, back to the emergency oh, yeah. room. Oh, and yeah. they were like, you can't come in here. And he said, this is my mayor. Yeah. <laughs> and you are going to see yeah. him oh, be- yeah. before he passes out. Yeah. So, oh, you know, wow. it, so it's a, uh, I, I know yes, that, God. that wow. he is, wow. yes. has been a good choice and uh, he has not disappointed me at all. So. Yep. Okay. In in order to appoint a chief, by you being mayor, do you do it on your own, or is it a a vote with the council and yourself? How does that work? Well, as I said, he he is appointed, which you you um, stated. There are certain positions in this city that are appointed because they are department heads. Mm-hmm. So I can make a selection but then i have to uh take it before the council and they vote to either approve my choice or disapprove in which case go back to the drawing board so to speak okay Okay, so that's how it works um now every member who was on the council at that point was involved with the interview either Mm -hmm. the first one or the second one and some were there for both yeah um so pretty much like I said, we all were in agreement that he was the best candidate. So when I brought it before the council, it it was unanimous. That's why I'm gonna ask: yeah. Was it how was the vote for me? Was yeah. it four to one? So it was no. Every, every one of them were, I think, equally impressed with his qualifications, in in his convictions, and I, you know it it. I think he, like I said, he he spoke from the heart. Uh, he had a confidence about him that I'm not here to impress anyone, nope. but I'm certainly going to hold my own. Right. And and he did just that. Uh, and when he answered, he, he didn't kind of like look up in the air like, okay, how do I answer this? Um, any question that was posed, he had a, he, an any question, he had an answer that, and it wasn't like, how do they want me to talk? Right. <laughs> It was yeah. it was pure error. Right. Oh yeah. What can oh, I yeah. say? So, <laughs> did his background play a, play a part in it, or was it just his aura? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We all were aware that he he was a Bama boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still hiding? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I think oh, I told yeah. you uh, yeah. we won't you hold did. that against yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. you, did. you did. That's right. We're gonna overlook that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But really, a lot of what I know about. This man, I've learned during our tenure together. Uh, okay. So every once in a while, he he will tell me something that that's like I didn't know that. So, and I think that's part of any relationship. 
it does color doesn't come into play it's it's you've got it a relationship it should not yeah. you are absolutely wow. correct and mm-hmm. you build a relationship and you get to know each other mm-hmm. and so we're we're growing we're growing together and that's that's what i think mm-hmm. it's all about um and so he he did let us know and of course it was on his i think might have been something on his application or or, or on his resume that uh, indicated it, or I asked, where are you from originally? Mm-hmm. But from that point on, it, it really didn't um, have a, a big factor. It was, it was really about the man wow. that was sitting there in that room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, mm-hmm. so after the fact, did no one, did no white citizens come to you and be like, wrote on your, on your house, Nigga lover, or saw you passing the store like nigga lover at the window or anything. So didn't nothing. No, it was small town state pretty quiet. Right. Small town yeah. state. Small there was a, a little mm-hmm. bit in the in the alleyway was spoken, at mm-hmm. the, um, and and the chief said to me, um, I, "I lived and worked in Alabama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing they can." Do say no. that mm. will surprise me right. no. or <laughs> rattle me. Right. Yeah. And so, but I, I was like, no, <laughs> that was not spoken. Oh. But it was. And yeah. um, uh, capitalizing on that, all the uh, small issues, and I'm sure that we all have endured, and I know the mayor have endured some, mm-hmm. and, and, and myself have been exposed to. Some of it. Me coming here was one of the best moves in my career because I wasn't expecting this. Mm. I was not trying to be a chief. I didn't want to be a chief. I had people <laughs> to tell me years before, you gonna, um, you'll be a chief one day. I said, no, I see the headache that you're going through and stuff <laughs> you have, and I, I don't want no parts of it. And here I am three or four years later, uh, right here as chief of police and one of the best moves in my career. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the same question I'm going to ask you that I asked Mayor, mm-hmm. now you accepted the position as mm-hmm. chief. Mm-hmm. Now I, I I personally know you, so I I know your demeanor. I know how you are. Now I know once you got the position, I know you kind of like strutted around Statham. You, you kind of <laughs> made yourself known and seen. Oh yeah. So by you. Wait, did you say strut? strut? Oh, I yeah, mean, I talking about, about literally because I, I know this man. He probably got on his car. Yeah. <laughs> he got. He, he didn't drive in the car. He probably got walked around the car. Okay. Yeah, I, I know him. He, I know he did it. Oh yeah. Now, by this you, man told me some things about this town in the interview <laughs> that I didn't know. <laughs> so he does his. His uh, reconnaissance, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, which I think impressed everyone in that room. Right. That yeah. he didn't just come and it's like, you know, sit down and just go through the the movements. Right. He knew he knew some things about Statham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so <laughs> he did his research. Where, where it was yes. and yes. where it is yeah. and hopefully this is what my vision is. Oh, yeah. You did all that research and still took the job. I did. First of all, <laughs> like I told you earlier, mentioned to you earlier, uh, I had no desire to take this job at all. But throughout, throughout times and the opportunity presented itself, I wanted to go through and still didn't think I would get it. And then I was blessed with the job. Um, I knew it was some challenges from within the people, winning the people over here, and also challenges with inside my department. 
But I came in being just who I am, just me. Um, not the person of color, but it's respecting me as a person in general and giving me a fair opportunity, a fair shake. That's all I ever wow. asked. Yeah. I, uh, again, not to really put a lot out there, anyone new that come into, especially little small areas like that, uh, person of color, you will face some type of, you will. You, you yeah. expected it. Yeah, yeah, I did. And, and now as I think about it, in the beginning, it bothered me. Uh, it bothered me a lot. Um, but I said, well, at the end of the day, I'm wasting my time trying to patch something up the way a person feel about me and don't really know. You me. sound like you had some experience. Oh, I've had a great deal of experience. And <laughs> okay. right, so. that. It goes back as far as when my grandparents, my grandparents, them came up on a plantation. Right. If they can find love in their heart mm. and what they went through, I have to be able to be able to do the same thing. Yeah, but you sound like you had some experience in Statham. Uh, well, I have. Mm-hmm. I've had some experience in Statham. I've been approached on on a couple of occasions um, out in public. Uh, they, they tried to. I mean, I've been approached as far as trying to put me on the spot, uh, making uh-huh. a little wise jokes. Uh, 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 when I first came here, they had a big thing about the patrol units, our patrol cars, and um, I came in and I said, "Well, we need to find a fast." Pretty much cheap way to really get the outline out on the car because people they was a ghost letter, and so um, ghost letter meaning and, and you can't really see them. Couldn't really see them. Matter of fact, that was the our decals. first conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. yeah. wore this man in. Yeah. I said, "Can we step outside?" We went out. I said, "What do you see?" And there was about three cruisers there. Mm-hmm. He said, "I don't like it." I said, "What don't you like?" It, it it smacks of entrapment. Their so ghost lettering, and that was yeah. a big complaint of yeah. citizens in this it town. It was, it was. They felt like they were being snuck up on. They felt like you know they were being targeted. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I said, do something about it. <laughs> said, yes, sir, I will. Oh yeah. So, well, yep. But yeah, uh, getting back to that, uh, I was at our establishment here. And the car situation came up, and they first all started out as a compliment. I like what you're doing with the vehicles. I said, well, thank you, thank you. What vehicle are you driving? And we have, we still have a white Taurus here. I said, oh, I drive a white Taurus. And I had an individual. Now just during the lunch hours, uh, people sitting in eating, and uh, people uh, employees were working. Uh, I was asked a question from an employee there at this particular place. Said. Um, Asked the question, said, so you drive the white tires. Don't place uh, no fried chicken stickers and watermelon stickers on the car. <laughs> so I'm sitting, I'm standing there, and, the, and the business so and the business got quiet. The business oh. was silent. Oh, so he said in, in the business in front oh, of everyone. Yeah, yeah, in okay. front of people. And then I had another employee with me, and I could see them from the side looking at me like, wow. What mm-hmm. I said. And uh I said, and in my response back, um, I said, you know, I, I like fried chicken. Well, I mean, you put some collard greens and cornbread with it. I have a meal. Mm-hmm. I just basically yeah. reversed it. <laughs> uh, he didn't embarrass me. He didn't hurt. He didn't hurt me. He didn't piss me off. Was he? Was he trying to bait me into saying something? Cause Facebook and all this stuff right here is what they uh, live absolutely. on. Yeah, I think they was baiting me, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't work. <laughs> I still good. got my order That's and good. I left. Within a month later. I had another run-in at the post office. Mm-hmm. Same guy? Same guy. 
Oh, my. Same okay. guy. And I think after that time, he really understood that one okay. camera just going to walk away and leave him alone. Yeah. Because it's not going to work. Lock his ass. You know, well, you know, um, what you got to think of the history of a person of color, blacks, mm-hmm. they expect you to be loud, right. boisterous, right. want to fight, want to create a scene. Mm-hmm. You want to you want to have protests. You want to do all this and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a man. I'm a man of my own. I stand on my own too. Mm-hmm. I can I can face any man at any time. I think I can endure anything anyone throw at me. Uh, first of all, you can't hurt something that's a, that was a blessing from above. You True. can't you cannot you can't hurt me. You can't you can't. There's nothing that you can say or do that will uh, change my vision, my thought, my plans. I'm here. It's about blessing. Amen. The work that I do is about is, is a blessing. It wasn't for the mayor gave, giving me an opportunity. The mayor have worked with me hand-to-hand to get this apartment where it is, to also make changes here in this community. We, we have come here and made a change in this, in this community and along with the department. Oh. I love what you just said. I don't mm-hmm. know if you realize what you just said, but I do love what you just said. You said we yes. have made a change. Yes. You didn't say, I got here, I made a change, I did this and that. You no. said we. No. I love that. That, yeah. that, that. To me, that's that speech volume. And you did yeah. the same thing. You mm-hmm. said we. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, you are the mayor. You could easily stood on your platform and say, well, y'all, I hired Chief Underwood and I did this and, and that's why we're doing some great cut. But you didn't. Mm-hmm. Both of y'all are oh, saying yeah. we. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and, and that was part of my campaign that I would, people like, what, what, what are you going to do for me? That's, you know, I, the days of, of two cars, two chickens, and every pot. Yeah. You know, I can't. I'm. I'm not a politician. What I can tell you is, I will oh. always do the best I can. Mm-hmm. I won't lie to you. And when I make a decision, I'm looking at what is the best for the city and the mm-hmm. citizens. Mm-hmm. Something that had never been done. Um, and broke that chain. I said mm-hmm. those three things I can control. The rest, we all have to work together on. Right. It, 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 it's a we thing. And there's times on that council where I have actually said, I'm going to step out of the mayor position and speak as Joe Citizen. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's where politicians have totally lost the contact and all. Because I believe a lot of people I. would agree with that. It's yes. I. Mm-hmm. You know, right. everything is I, as you said, I did uh-huh. this, I did that. Uh-huh. And, it, and no, because we as a, as a group, citizens and the city, we are going to either succeed and move forward uh-huh. together or we are going to go down with the ship. <laughs> so, um, and I have no intentions. <laughs> I, I want to see this city yeah grow now i i have to ask you this because i'm curious when you hired chief underwood being a black man did you expect for him to get some backlash from the community i i I did um and but knowing what um how i felt through the interviewing process I felt that he was a strong enough individual and knew another saying my mom used to say when, when things would really bother me. And I wish I had this man's faith because I, I sometimes let things rattle me. But my, my mom used to say, be a duck. 
Mm-hmm. Let the water roll off your back. Oh, <laughs> Be a duck. Okay. Because I would get so upset about something, and I, I, my, my convictions to, to do something, and it didn't work right. And so I, you know, she's like, Joe, be a duck. I'm, I'm with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, because yeah. I have talked to him like, dude, I don't know how you. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I bow down to him. I don't know how you do it because I'm, I'm ready to go. Off the, I'm ready to go off the helm. That man can yeah. bring you off a ledge. Yeah, no doubt. You know, yeah. he can bring you, bring you up when you need to be yes. brought up, and he can take you down off that ledge. Yeah, I, I really you know, admire him so, for that because yeah. I don't know how you do it. I'm ready. I'm ready to lose it. But you know, <laughs> speaking about the community, I will say. That was the first year. Since then, mm-hmm. I would tell you right now, the community, the people just reach out to us. They would come by. They drop food off. They drop. they always asking how you're doing and stopping by. And I've been trying to get more people, blacks, or people of color, to get more involved in the city. Mm-hmm. This city is built. It's a beautiful place. It's it built is. and it's open for everyone. Everyone has the opportunity. And what I, I do see, and I still see it today, is, is really sad. When we do open up, we have meetings for the community and stuff to come to. Um, there's very few people of color that you'll ever see. Yeah, tell me about it. I've been trying to get people of color to come to the council meeting also. Yeah, so it's, um, I, 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 I don't know why. Um, I've actually made it my business to have talked to several different families to try to get them involved. You have a voice. The community, the mayor and council want to hear your, they're interested in what you have to say. But you, if you don't apply yourself and put yourself out there, no one will never know. Exactly. Okay, so because we live in, I just want to make this point, a society yeah. now where it's so individualized and everyone is about themselves, mm-hmm. the I, like mm-hmm. politicians were a long mm-hmm. time ago. So the blessing in this is that the two of them took on statum and mm-hmm. with the same mind, the same concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because that change is happening, I understand that there are a lot of people that are not in the meetings now of color. Yeah. But soon they will yeah. be. They will yeah. be. Just yeah. like you were saying, the percentage yeah. and the numbers and, and the youth that are the families that are moving in, mm-hmm. it, it's it's changing for this community. Right. So hopefully yeah. that um the numbers would change as far as yeah I, I think so it's, it's time like we look at it now it's 2022 yeah. we already almost half of the year is almost gone mm-hmm. and uh, regardless of what we have to go through and endure we got to stay positive mm-hmm. if it's this city actually is before anything that I do uh, I put this city before everything and, and the community here we have a great opportunity here now and the time is now because the time is going to pass time is going to change right. and this is the time we need to get on board and be a part of this growth that we have. Mm-hmm. I, I like to say I get calls as far as up North Georgia, for South Georgia, just from different sheriffs, chiefs, police, that actually watching this area. Wow. And they y'all doing a great job. We're doing this. Something that y'all may not realize, we, we have hired our first black female <laughs> here at Cedar Statum. She started the academy uh, on Monday. I was 21 years old. She's excited. Yeah. The mayor, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, all accepted all the guys that we have here, and we, and the mayor and myself, and council, we brought in a good, good group of guys, and uh, it's diverse. Our department now, when it went, it is now. I, I think as I had to count, five blacks, uh, five, uh, five people of color, and five whites. 
uh, it's fit to fit. They are just about across the board. And then two women. Yeah, and two females. Yeah, yes. which is That's which great. would be helpful for yes. the community yes. itself yes. because yes. Yes. if they could see them, and like you said in the beginning, yeah, it was a little rocky, it was a little mm-hmm. rough. A year later, okay, it's smoothing out. And what you have done or shown now, the community in a yeah. sense like feel safe enough oh well yeah. i do have a voice and maybe yeah. so now i'm yeah. going to start yes. going to these meetings yes. and be a part of yes. the community itself right. and this was yeah. early conversations that the chief and i had was he's like what what can i do to improve the mm-hmm. department and i said we need a female mm-hmm. we need a female mm-hmm. officer mm-hmm. because everyone knows anybody that's got a two pieces of brain in their head. Right, right. <laughs> that it, young children uh, can relate. Right. Women can talk to another woman yes. easier. Mm-hmm. You get, I don't care if the, if the man is five foot tall or if he's seven one. Right. They're intimidating. Right. And it's a, it's a well, especially when it comes to a personal thing. So Correct. I told the chief early on, we, mm-hmm. we need to have mm-hmm. female, uh, a female uh patrol officer mm-hmm. and and we did have a young lady for a while and she was in involved with investigations and things mm-hmm. and unfortunately due to health things yeah. that you know she's had to drop out for right now I've, I've got prayers that she will fight and and win Oh, and yeah. we may see her again in the future. Oh, yeah. uh, that type great, of great officer. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. So, yeah, but we have uh, two young ladies that start Monday mm-hmm. and, and an, another guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, we yeah, decided, we decided. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> we're excited about it. Um, not Put getting to go ahead. Putting the state on the yeah. map. Yeah, um, which is what other counties see and that change change is good they do i was uh at a store and a couple of kids uh on bicycles and they was all black and i i got out and i always speak to everybody i'm very friendly and um the kid one of the little kids little boy said you the chief you the you the black chief i said (laughs) uh yeah i looked down i had to (laughs) double check yeah yeah he said we was on the basketball court he said we was on the basketball court playing and one and some of the guys saying they want to be police officers he said and this little boy said i said hell why be a police officer when you can be a chief i said "Uh, yeah i said you can be whatever you desire to be you put your mind to it and work for it but you never know people that that's paying attention to you because right. we don't have time to realize to, to focus on everyone right. we try to focus mm-hmm. on the issue at hand mm-hmm. Right. and uh and when you have someone to says them to you like that and when he said this uh, i guess this little guy had to be anywhere between eight and ten maybe mm-hmm. for him to say that i'm like wow people are actually watching you out here so i take very i take pride in that when i walk out this door i want to represent the city i'm going to represent the city Amen. but i'm going to be positive i'm going to be fair but we're going to do our jobs at the same time. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to wrap this up in a sort of a negative thought process. Mm-hmm. Now, Mayor, how many years do you be mayor? Well, Before? originally I thought four years. Um, but I, I, I really believe that uh, with the help of people like Ira, it, it's probably to my benefit and to the city for me to serve two terms. I agree. 
And at that point, I think it would be in best interest to step out after eight years. The reason being, at that point, I would be 72, going mm-hmm. on 73. And it would put me in the same category that I don't like about politicians. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they stay, they're too old, they're too set in their ways. But... You know, they get this in their in their thought process that well it worked for four years it's got to work for the next 10 and Mm -hmm. and it's it's as i i usually make the correlation it's like when you learn to drive they tell you you look at the road ahead Mm -hmm. don't look down the fender and try to line it up with the double yellow line and the white line (laughs) because you're going to oversteer you're constantly going to be zigzagging Mm -hmm. all the way you look ahead, so whenever that curve comes up in life, you can do your course adjustments. Negotiate that curve. Mm-hmm. And negotiate, and, and, and that's what it's all about. And you get too old and too set in your ways, and you no longer are in that negotiation mm-hmm. and looking ahead. You're, you're just here in the now, and that's yeah. I'm looking at future. But you have to run again. You have to be elected by the people again. I, yes. That's a I, thought process. I, I hope and pray that that they like what's been going on and and that they would reelect me and and give me the opportunity to continue to serve the community. And and, and continue with that change because Mm -hmm. it's clear and it's seen and Mm -hmm. they are part of the community. So I really, every week we were above the fold. And uh, when I took office, it was, I think it, Everybody said, let's see what's going on in Statham, you know, get that newspaper. Mm-hmm. And then we went below the fold. And then we wound up page two news and then mm-hmm. page three news. And the mm-hmm. next thing, you know, I, there's a lot of weeks that my wife still gets the paper. She likes the the hard copy Feel and long. she always does the crossword puzzle <laughs> at breakfast mm-hmm. on Sunday. So mm-hmm. that's part of the way she's always been growing up since little. Her and her dad used to do the the crossword puzzles and so i'd say well so what's in the paper right absolutely nothing yes <laughs> <laughs> yes as i told the the guy that was assigned to us for the newspaper he's like what is your number one goal my number one goal is to make this city to the point where there's no more negative and there's no need for you to come and write about it. There you Amen. go. <laughs> Amen. And so, uh, you know, we still we still make the paper once in a while. <laughs> right. But for the most part, this man over here and, and I plan to keep it positive. Yeah. Yep. Keep positive change coming. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the people and the citizens in this city will see that mm-hmm. and and want to be part of it absolutely yeah Uh, now to you chief our underwood what happens in two years if mayor piper does not get re-elected what that means for you because this is 62 percent white Mm -hmm. here so would they be okay keeping a black chief if the chain breaker is no longer in office i like to think so um in this community and what I offer here um, and what a lot of small agencies, our agencies in general, don't offer, I have an open-door policy here. Uh, a lot of things don't have to be 
carried through as a call. People can walk in here anytime. And if I had a time, I'm make sure that I can talk to them and, and uh, see what the problems is and see what we can fix. A lot. What's different with that in a lot of agencies, a lot of agencies, you come in, they put you on an appointment book. Are uh, they or fit you in Monday, a week from the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, they won't talk to you at all. Yeah. Today. Right. yeah, and your yeah. issues today. Uh, here, uh, I, I try to do as much as I can. It keeps me pretty busy. Mm-hmm. My door is always open, and, it, and there are, are times that I have to say, I can't talk to you right now. Mm-hmm. But I make it my business either call you or come, or come to your house. I'm the type of mm-hmm. person, you don't, I'm a one-stop shop, I'll come to you. You mm-hmm. can't, can't come here. If the mayor decided not to run, and if he did run and not get it, I would, I will continue on uh, as long as the mayor, the new mayor and council will allow it. But if there comes a time that they feel like uh, I'm not the right person for this job, they go in a different direction. They have someone that can do the job better because there's always someone out there can oh, yeah. do the job a lot better. <laughs> no doubt. <clears throat> you, you won't hear anything from me. I have no problem. I've had a good run. I've enjoyed what I'm doing. I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't love it. Right. And I had no problem stepping aside as long as it's best for the city. If his, his goals... Is for the city to be a better place, to improve their quality of life here. I have no problem stepping to the side any time for that. My number one goal is not about me. It's about this community. This community have went so long without having <clears throat> the kind of law enforcement agency that I think they deserve. Mm-hmm. Not saying nothing bad about the, pro- about the past, but the past speaks for itself. It does. Mm-hmm. You learn from it. You know, you do. And so uh, my number one thing is whatever is best for the city. If the community here felt like that I wasn't the person, I'll step to the side. I've had a good run. I've enjoyed my run. Mm-hmm. But I'm always, uh, I do think like that sometimes. There may come a day that that mm-hmm. does happen. I don't get too comfortable. I'm very comfortable, but not too comfortable. Yeah, because you're appointed. You have to Yes, that. yes, you oh, do. Yeah. And I, I hope not. I hope I'm here for the duration of time. Uh, my goal when mayor and council first hired me was five years. I'm already at two and a half now. That's still my goal. Uh, and after that, if I'm healthy, the Lord's willing, I'll mm-hmm. continue to press on. It's not about money with me. Yeah, money is good. Let's get that right. Let's <laughs> oh, get yeah, that straight. Yeah, right. and money is good. <laughs> I, I, I need that, but... Um, Doggone it. I was going to take some money back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I have a peace of mind when I go home. Yeah. And if you can go home and look in the mirror at yourself every day and say that you did the best that you can do, mm-hmm. no matter what circumstances it is, you can you can have peace, and I have peace. I'm at peace now. Amen. Mm-hmm. So speaking Amen. of home, what mm-hmm. city do you live in? Uh, here in state, I'm actually. I moved here once I was appointed to chief. Mm-hmm. Hired, I, I built here, bought bought a piece of property, and built built a nice home here. Old state. Yeah. I mean, because I live in Athens, Clark County, right now, but. I'm trying to come to state. Oh, yeah, we'll get you here. Yeah, I mean, we got plenty of room. Yeah, I mean, that, that's amazing. I, Opportunity. I that's know, right. That's right. I don't know if I'm trying to come here because of what you two guys are doing, and I see what y'all are doing, and it's it's, it, it's great. It's but both. of course, that's the reason you come. Yeah, exactly. I, I, you're right because I, I was like you. I used to work in Auburn. I would yeah. go around and not to go through Statham. You know, uh, heard so many bad things about Statham and. And now that I work here part time and I see what's going on, I see what Mayor Piper is doing, I see mm-hmm. what Chief Underwood is doing, I'm a part of the community and I hear the people speak out there. At first, when I first started part time, it was funny. Are you the chief? <laughs> I would get the call, look, I'm 5'8. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not the chief. You know? <laughs> I would just get the call, like, no, I'm not the chief. <laughs> like, oh. So 
that that showed me something about them keep asking me that same question that that mm-hmm. evidently they hadn't been in the black officers in Statham either, not mm-hmm. just Chief, but in the black officers. Mm-hmm. And for Mayor Piper to hire a black chief, and I hope no one take this to offense when I'm getting ready to say it because I don't mean nothing to offend about it, but to allow him to hire more black people, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Change. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty yeah. amazing. Because yeah. he could have hired a black chief, call him in the office, close the door. Okay, now you the first black, but we don't need no more black around. Okay, <laughs> make sure you hire other white officers. That could happen. It's, a, it's, yeah. it's politics, well, yeah. you know, yeah. and you can't get mad at that. He yeah. did hire a black chief, but look, that's it. Yeah. One is enough in the little small town state. Yeah. Yeah. That could have happened, but it didn't. No, no. no. I mean, I told the chief when I. Uh, I Basically, I gave him that department. Mm -hmm. As a department head and as a leader myself, I have to allow them to run it. Yes. And so I said, this is your department, and you run it as you see fit. Mm -hmm. And if there's an issue, you and I will talk. But I I don't want to undermine and go in and and do that micromanage where, okay, you are the only there will be no more black yeah <laughs> because you you yourself was one of the first yes, officers yeah. that he brought in yeah. okay and I, I even joked with him the one day he, he come to me and he's like oh, i don't know how to put this <laughs> um, and i said no more black people <laughs> And he busts out laughing, yeah. and, and, yeah. and he says, "Well, actually, he says I'm, I've been talking to a, a, an, a, an Asian." Yeah. And I yeah. go, "All right." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But we have good conversations. Oh, yeah. I've told the chief many yeah. times that we, as le- the leaders, mm-hmm. need to communicate. We need to be literally That's true. fused at the hip. Yes. Yeah. So don't blindside me. Right. I won't blindside you. Right. Right. And I know things are going better in the city because now the rumors are I've traveled to Florida and interviewed his replacement, and which uh. I, I thought was pretty rich because uh. I hadn't been out of the city uh, other than last July when my mother passed away. I went up for the funeral. We've already so, given you a vacation. You've been gone, huh? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. and the last time I was in Florida was four years before. <laughs> so, as and I, one of the business ladies in the city talked to me the other day. I was getting coffee up at the quick stop, and she asked me if I had a new police chief. And I said, mm, No, no, <laughs> Chief Underwood is still the chief. Well, we heard that. You hired another officer. Wow. Well, we have an officer that the city sponsored. Mm-hmm. Again, the first black man, mm-hmm. um, and we sponsored him. The man was so, there again, commitment. The man was committed to being, living here in the city and wanted to be an officer that he was willing to pay his own way through post certification, wow. and that is the kind of people I want. Well, I, I don't, you know. You and know, that's beautiful. But so we'd have never had this guy. It wasn't for uh, <laughs> uh, no Rucker. Tracy so, Rucker brought this guy here too. So us. we have so, yeah. Officer Hood, yeah. and I and I I said the other day I have to get used to not calling him Mister Hood. 
It's officer. Oh, yeah. You know, but before he was post certified, it was Mr. Hood. Mr. Hood, this, Mm -hmm. Mr. Hood. Mm -hmm. And great guy. Uh, And I think he's going to be good for the community. I mean, when he's out there, people like him. And the same with with Mm -hmm. Ira. When when people. uh, they're approachable. That's what I'm looking for. It, mm-hmm. it, I don't. I don't look at them. Okay, this is a, a man of color. This mm-hmm. is a woman of color. Mm-hmm. It's the quality. It's That's right. The human factor, in people are coming around to that. Oh I yeah. Think. So and I've seen the change since I've been here. I've mm-hmm. seen it. It's, it uh, uh, I've had invitations to come go to people's house for dinner, uh, coffee. If I drink coffee, uh, they always. They'll bring stuff up here, and then I have families that come in and make my own little, they bring my own little gift. (laughs) This community is great, and Mm -hmm. and just like anything else, uh, it can be a shock, a culture shock, or whatever, but uh, it's up to the individual that's coming in to adapt to the situation and show show the community that, oh, my thoughts is not what I'm truly, what I thought it was. Then actually, he's a good person. And And then you look at we just ruined his negative. Uh-huh. You, you yeah, realize absolutely. that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it happens. I, I'm going to do a negative. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Just to clear something up, yeah. when, when Mayor said that we sponsored, Statham has never sent no one to the academy. No one to the police academy. No, they mm-hmm. have not. At all. So no, when Mayor said sponsor, that's what he meant mm-hmm. by that. Yes. That's the first time Stato ever sent one to someone to a police academy. Mm-hmm. And then that person has to be, it had to be a black person. And yeah. which kind of piggybacks on the title of this podcast. Like Breaking chains. Yes. So many chains have been Breaking. broken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I, 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 I don't know. This might be a surprise to you, but I actually live in Statham. As well. What? You live in Statham? Get out of town. <laughs> Mayor, have you ever seen this young lady no. at one of the council meetings? You have never seen the council meeting? No. But she, li- she lives in Statham. So, I'm so happy I was I wanna, able to be a part of I this I want to see your smiling face in front. That's what I want. What, what days are the, are the council meeting held on, Mayor? We have, it's always the third Tuesday at 7 p.m. Oh my goodness, and, and I'm free on yeah. every oh, third Tuesday. Goodness. That's yep. what I'm talking and about. And the uh, 12 days prior to that, uh, so you have to do a little math, mm-hmm. is the work <laughs> session at, at 6 30. Okay. So oh um, it oftentimes it lands on the first Thursday, but you can't use that as your rule. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you know, third Tuesday, okay. 7 o'clock. Absolutely. But love to have you. I think bring we, a friend. We have yes, absolutely. Oh, not that friend. <laughs> but we have we don't have as many people come to the to the meetings as what we used to because mm-hmm. one of the changes was I insisted on transparency. So we live stream to YouTube every oh, single meeting. Wow, that's great. So I think a lot of people that that used to come to see what was going on can sit at home and watch, and watch it. it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't see it that night. About noon the next day, YouTube has it uploaded and locked in forever. So mm. you go to the okay. city of Statham, YouTube, and uh, you can go back. And we had a couple of glitches early on where we had one that had no audio, but it had video. And we had one that had mm. audio and no video. So <laughs> we've I think we've gotten to where now they're all there for 
all of prosperity and i'd like to see people come but i I think a lot that want to know what's happening watch it on youtube well if they see something on youtube and it rushed in the wrong way maybe they'll be at the next council meeting so they can speak about it exactly so that's great they're always welcome at the work session that is basically like a a mini public hearing you know whatever you want to talk about um now the actual uh, council meeting on third Tuesday, that is a voting session. So there is little to no discussion. That's not to squelch people, but the purpose of that meeting is to vote on on the, the items that are on the agenda. Gotcha. So but it basically comes to the work session. The work session, absolutely. Love to hear from anybody that, that's willing to come. And they don't have to live in Statham. You're, if you're a citizen in a in the state of Georgia, you have Athens. You can go any okay. public hearing, and that is your right. And I I want to see people exercise that right. Yeah. And when's yeah. the work session again? The work session is on on Thursday, but it's they like I said, you have to do a little math. Okay. It's twelve days before. So it's always before the third Tuesday. Always mm-hmm. the third Tuesday, and then twelve days before is the work session, and the work session is six thirty, and the <laughs> actual voting session is at seven. Okay, make sure you be there. I want to see you there on the next work session. I'm looking for. Her. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, before we end this, Dana, Dana, you have anything you want to say? Um. I actually had lots of stuff to say, but in a nutshell, I have to give a shout out to my pastor in Birmingham where I grew up at Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church and this Reverend Norwood because throughout this podcast, all I can hear in my head was one of the songs that we sang at church and it was Order My Steps. So I feel like listening to both of these gentlemen um, God played a big part in mm-hmm. ordering their steps. Mm-hmm. And like I said, in that funnel, yeah. and he ordered mm-hmm. their steps. They were near each other unknowingly and then ordered their steps all the way down to the small town of Statham mm-hmm. in Georgia. And here we are sitting together across it at the table together. Oh, yeah. So yes. order my steps is um, mm-hmm. what I wanted to share. Okay. Mayor Piper, before we go, anything you want to say? Well, thank you for the opportunity, and and I and I hope that the 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 change continues for the betterment of all the citizens mm-hmm. in uh-huh. Statham. And uh-huh. I want I want more shed more light um, and put Statham in a in a brighter image mm-hmm. than some of the past that has kind of tarnished us and Amen. and put us under a cloud and I, I think there there's brighter days coming yes yes mm-hmm. chief underwood um like at the, at the end of this communication is the key mm-hmm. let's uh come together and communicate that's the only way we can learn from each other and also can prosper to do better i want to thank y'all for the opportunity of being here this day uh, today and um stay blessed all right, well, what I got to say is I want to thank both of you gentlemen for being a part of this podcast. It, it means a lot to me. I want to thank you, Mayor Piper, for breaking that chain because you didn't have to at all. I want to thank you, Chief Underwood, for accepting it and, and, and 
the way y'all two getting together and, and turning this thing around and changing the name of Stadel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that so much. Yeah, I mean, it got me wanting to move here, so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, we got plenty of property and land. <laughs> yeah, no need doubt. some good citizens. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this podcast. Oh, yeah. From the mind to the lips to the heavens. Until next time, peace from the heart. There is